Welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your podcast source for movie and TV-related news. It's July 20th, 2018, Shannon's parents' anniversary and the anniversary of the first man to walk on the moon. I'm Michael. And I'm Shannon. What's opening in theaters this weekend? Equalizer 2. Robert McCall serves an unflinching justice for the exploited and oppressed, but how far will he go when that is someone he loves? This is a sequel to the 2014 film The Equalizer, based on the TV series of the same name. The film stars Denzel Washington, Pedro Pascal, Ashton Sanders, Melissa Leo, and Bill Pullman, and was directed by Anton Fuqua, who also directed the first film. So this one is at 49%, which is pretty low, but not terrible. No, I'm a little surprised that this is getting a sequel. I didn't know that the first one did well enough to warrant it, but it's kind of my feeling on all the sequels that are out this week. Yeah. Additionally, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, is out this week. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, is a sequel and a prequel to 2008's Mamma Mia, in which Sophie learns about her mother's past while pregnant herself. The plot takes place after the events of the first film, but also features flashbacks to 1979, the best year. It was directed and written by all Parker, from a story by Parker, Katherine Johnson, and Richard Curtis. The film stars Lily James, Amanda Seyfried, Christine Baranski, Julie Walters, Pierce Brosnan, and Meryl Streep. This one's being a little bit better reviewed, at least. It's at 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I never saw the first one. And again, I no, didn't know. Either. It did well enough, but I guess I guess it did. I guess people like it. Also out in wide release, Unfriended Dark Web. A teen comes into possession of a new laptop and soon discovers that the previous owner is not only watching him, but will also do anything to get it back. This is the sequel to the 2014 film Unfriended, and was written and directed by Stephen Susco. It stars Colin Waddell, Rebecca Rittenhouse, Betty Gabriel, and Andrew Lees. It doesn't sound good, but it's got 61% higher than Equalizer 2. I think this is another Bloomhouse film, so I'm sure it'll do well enough to warrant its existence. Yeah, these just aren't, you know, for me. Nope. But lots of people like them. Also out in limited release this week, Blind Spotting. Colin must make it through his final three days of probation for a chance at a new beginning. Um, this is one with uh, David Diggs. Oh, I think he Hamilton. was also responsible for co-writing it too. So... This is at this 89%. Worth seeing. So yeah, maybe this is the movie to see this weekend. McQueen, a personal look at the extraordinary life, career, and artistry of Alexander McQueen. Oh, it's not about Lightning McQueen? I thought it was about the actor. Um, Steve no. McQueen? Steve McQueen, yeah. Or the director, Steve this McQueen. This one is at 100% fresh. How many reviews? 45. Yeah, that's really... Good. I don't know anything about this person. I don't either. This documentary must be good. Yep. And finally, McQuay, When the Promised Flower Blooms. An immortal girl and a normal boy meet and become friends, sharing a bond that lasts throughout the years. This one is 
also at 100%. Only 15 reviews, though. Yeah, looks kind of interesting. It's an animated movie, I presume, from Japan. Yeah, looks cool. probably. Any news? Yes, some big Star Wars news. According to StarWars.com, announced at San Diego Comic-Con this week, the Clone Wars animated series is getting 12 more episodes which will air on Disney's forthcoming direct-to-consumer streaming service. Clone Wars ran for five seasons on Cartoon Network before getting canceled in 2013 after Disney bought Lucasfilm. Scripts for at least three more seasons had already been written and a number of episodes were already being worked on or had been finished. Some of these episodes were aired on a sixth Lost Mission season on Netflix, but there's still a number of arcs that never made it to air um, they've been referenced in other works books and other series and uh, a lot of the fans of the series have been clamoring for more clone wars and saying save the clone wars for years and it didn't really seem like we were ever going to see those story arcs but i guess uh lucasfilm has decided to uh at least do 12 more that's cool and maybe finish off the clone wars as it should have been finished off originally right. yeah it's always good when things get you know real endings and stuff right so this will probably be i don't know do we know when the disney streaming services is it 2019 so. so it'll still probably be another year or two before we see this Right. Deadline reports in what shapes up as a stage to film transfer with iconic Broadway talent, Imagine Entertainment has set Hamilton creator Lin-Manuel Miranda to make his feature directorial debut on Tick, Tick, Boom. That is based on the autobiographical musical by Jonathan Larson, the late playwright behind the smash musical Rent. The Tony-winning Dear Evan Hansen book writer Stephen Levinson is aboard to write the screen adaptation. Miranda will produce alongside Imagine chairman Brian Grazer and Ron Howard, along with Imagine's Julie O. Larson's sister Julie will be executive producer. All right. I don't know so, the story, but if Lin-Manuel Miranda's involved, I'll watch it. Yep. Myself as well. And there's no word on whether he'll actually act in it. No. Right? Just direct at this point. Right now, direct. Yeah. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Hulu has landed Vampire Chronicles and put the drama into development. Anne Rice and her son, Christopher Rice, will executive produce the potential series. So this is the one that Brian Fuller uh, he stepped was away involved from it. in and yep. then left. Christopher Rice, I think, also wrote the script for the first one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that sounds really cool. They've got, like, 11 books option, so... It's a lot. Yeah, could be a very long-running series, I don't know. We'll see. Deadline reports the CW has put in development a Batwoman series for 2019 consideration. It hails from former The Vampire Diaries executive producer Caroline Dries and the architect of the CW Arrowverse, Greg Berlanti. Batwoman is already scheduled to visit the Arrowverse for the annual crossover event in December. So yeah, when we saw that she was going to be in the crossover, we were already speculating they must be considering a Batwoman series, yeah. and it looks like, yep, they are. Yeah, I thought it might serve as a backdoor pilot, but I guess they're already working on the pilot, working on the series. Variety reports Nickelodeon Paramount Pictures announced a relaunch of the kids' entertainment franchise Rugrats. A new animated series revival featuring the characters from the 90s cartoon has received a 26-episode order from Nickelodeon and Paramount Players. The new film division launched to develop projects based on properties from Viacom Cable Channels 
has given a green light to a live-action film featuring CGI characters. Yeah, so it's getting a movie and a series. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Amazon has given a straight-to-series order for a Tales from the Loop drama based on Simon Stalinhag's art. Amazon's Tales from the Loop explores the town of people who live above the loop, a machine built to unlock and explore the mysteries of the universe, making things possible that were previously relegated to science fiction. In this fantastical, mysterious town, Poignant human tales are told that bear universal emotional experiences while drawing on the intrigue of storytelling. Sounds weird. It's based on somebody's art, um, but kind of interesting. We'll see. The Hollywood Reporter has word that Jason Bloom and James Wan are partnering for a techno horror thriller titled M3GAN, which I guess is supposed to be like Megan. Mm-hmm. The story is about a brilliant toy company roboticist who uses artificial intelligence to develop M3GAN, a lifelike doll programmed to emotionally bond with her newly orphaned niece. But when the doll's programming works too well, she becomes overprotective of her new friend with terrifying results. So... Yeah, I mean, this sounds so, like, I don't know. I can kind of see how the whole thing plays out already. Yeah. Just obvious. But okay, it'll probably make money. Comcast has dropped its bid for 21st Century Fox, making it more likely that Disney's deal will go through. Solo, a Star Wars Story DVD and Blu-ray release date is set for September 25th, 2018. The digital release is set for September 14th, 2018 as well. Rose Byrne is in talks to join Tiffany Haddish in Limited Partners. Numina Carr, known for Homeland and Prison Break, has joined the cast of Spider-Man, Far From Home. Yeah, they don't know what character yet. Director Todd Phillips' standalone Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix will hit theaters on October 4th, 2019. Is that the day before Jared Leto's Joker <laughs> movies? I don't know. DC Universe announced the pricing for the upcoming streaming service, $74.99 per year or $7.99 per month. Yeah, I don't know if we'll be getting this service. There are just too many new streaming services. Uh, and finally in news... Timothy Chalamet, known for Call Me By Your Name and Lady Bird, is in talks to join the cast of Dennis Villanueva's Dune. Everybody loves Dune, and everybody loved Blade Runner 2049, so we'll see what happens there. What's new to streaming this week? Netflix has an original film, Duck Duck Goose. A carefree goose takes a pair of lost baby ducklings under his wing after he's grounded with an injury. Together, they go on a wild adventure. Another Netflix original film, Father of the Year. Two college grads return to their hometown where a hypothetical question, whose dad would win in a fight, leads to mass mayhem. And a Netflix original series got its season four, Home Adventures with Tip and O. Also, Luna Petunia, Return to Amazia, season two. They also got Room... The Captive, Son of a Gun, and Obvious Child. HBO got The Boy Downstairs, a Charles in Charge remake. No. And Off the Menu. Stars got The Sting and Teen Witch. So last week we were in a poll. What's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? Happy Gilmore. Ran away with it, 54%. Then Fifty First Dates came in second with 38 Punch Drunk Love came in third with 8 And Billy Madison got no votes at all. That's surprising. I thought that was pretty surprising. I thought people loved that movie. Yeah, me too. 
I guess Happy not Gilmore. as much as Happy Gilmore. That's the one I would have voted for. Yeah, that's not a surprise, for. really. I think Happy Gilmore is, is better than Billy Madison. It's pretty funny, but um, yeah, I don't know why Punch Drunk Love didn't get more love either. So this week we're running a poll. Most disappointing sequel. Speed 2, Cruise Control, Cars 2, The Matrix Reloaded, or Exorcist 2, The Heretic. Um, I haven't even seen these all, but... I saw that they were, like, really um, poorly received. I don't know. I don't think Cars 2 was that bad. It just wasn't as good as the first one. I'd probably go with Matrix Reloaded, actually. I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie, but it was just... It was very disappointing after the first one. It just... It didn't live up to it at all. Yeah. I mean, I have a disappointing experience with The Matrix Reloaded and going to see it in IMAX, where I almost went to see it with the popular sitcom star <laughs> so i guess i'll i'll go with matrix reloaded i'm pretty sure it was reloaded and not revolutions but uh matrix reloaded for me so let us know what you think daily show pod on twitter or if there's another sequel that you were more disappointed in let us know that as well or if you have a story about being disappointed by a sequel let us know and that's our show. If you have any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. Our website is dailyshow.com. Hope you enjoyed the show. Talk to you next time. Daily Show on, Daily Show off.